Good evening, Lafayette. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show News Talk 96.5 KPL. Shout out to Scott, who's already reached out on the KPL app chat. If you want to be part of the conversation, get that shout out. Let your thoughts be heard on the show. Go ahead, download the app chat if you don't have it already. Uh, the KPL News app, the KPL 965 app, download that. There's a little text message icon up in the upper right corner. And you can send a message to the show. I read them on the air. I respond to you on the air, respond to you through the app as well. Uh, enjoy it when you guys get to be part of the conversation. If you don't, if you want a little more traditional, you want to be part of the conversation another way, you got the phone line. 232-1542 is the number there. It's your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by our friends at Service Chevrolet just around the corner, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey here in Lafayette. Thrilled to have them as a sponsor of the show, they uh, they have a uh, just all sorts of uh, of fantastic options. If you go check them out, go check out the lot or check them out online at servicegm.com. Anyway, lots to get to today. Uh, first of all, sorry I missed y'all on Friday. The uh, sudden power outage at Cajun Stadium uh, at the Cajun Dome. Sorry. Uh, meant that they had to reschedule uh, the men's basketball game. And, of course, those air on uh, News Talk 96.5 KPEL, and they scheduled it for right before my show was about to start. So uh, didn't get to chat with y'all on Friday, but that's okay because we're here now and we've got plenty to discuss. I want to talk about Iran. I... uh. One one of the things that I, I am uh, I, I I don't consider myself a a neocon or a war hawk or anything like that. I, I really don't. Um, I did not like the idea of the forever wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. I don't like it when there's no plan. I don't know if you guys have been able to tell this about me. Uh, by now, but I don't like it when there's no plan, whether in politics, whether in the military, uh, campaigns, uh, whatever, governance in general, I don't like it when there's no plan. And we didn't have a plan when we first went to Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, We adopted nation building uh, several years in. Uh, Nation building takes 10 years to do. And had we started nation building in Afghanistan, when we first invaded, we would have gotten close to building an entirely new state, uh, but we didn't get a chance to do that. We started, we implemented the strategy very late. Uh, Barack Obama came in, undid all of that. Uh, and then one thing that Obama did was he reduced our military capacity. America's military capacity prior to Barack Obama, and this is something that I believe the origins of this particular uh, policy trace back maybe to uh, Teddy Roosevelt. I I don't know that for certain, but typically American military policy was to have a large enough military to be able to fight a war both abroad and at home. So, for example, our ability to fight in World War II in two separate theaters in World War II was because our military was big enough to be able to handle two things like that at once. Barack Obama's administration came in and they said, we're scrapping that. We're going to have enough military capability for one or the other. 
So all of our military forces were focused on the Middle East because we were in two forever wars in, in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, and our, our, our capabilities at home stagnated. Fast forward to Joe Biden. Joe Biden has a history of not wanting to fight. He has, uh, he has a history of the, uh, I believe Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow said it best in the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie, the oldest and noblest of pirate traditions fight to run away. And that's what Joe Biden's uh, strategy typically ends up being. Um, as one person noted today, it, it's a pattern of, uh, you know, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, I'm, I guess I'm on a Teddy Roosevelt kick, I had the policy uh, speak softly and carry a big stick. Um, my buddy Eric Erickson uh, wrote uh, over on his website today that we have an American president who speaks loudly and carries a limp stick. And he's absolutely right on that. We have Americans that are dead because of his, uh, his softness on Iran. So Joe Biden's history during Vietnam, he was a vocal champion of abandoning Vietnam. After American Marines were killed in Lebanon, he rushed to microphones to demand that American, uh, that an American withdrawal. During the Iraq war, he rushed to demand an American withdrawal. He withdrew us from Afghanistan and handed the country back to the Taliban. Major foreign policy conflicts. Iran knows what Joe Biden's going to do. He's got a history now. And especially Afghanistan, the absolute uh, abomination that was the Afghanistan withdrawal and just how badly it turned out for American-American interests. Since October 2023, when Hamas launched an attack in Israel, thanks to the training and funding from Iran, Joe Biden has shown a phenomenal record of cowardice. He started out speaking fairly strongly in favor of Israel, but hasn't done much with it. And now he's waffling to the point where Benjamin Netanyahu is calling him out and saying, look, if you're not with us, that's fine. We'll go it alone. But he shouldn't have to be. That's our closest ally in that region. Joe Biden has a record of cowardice, withdrawal, abandonment, surrender. He's been wrong. We, we've talked about this quote so many times. Robert Gates, he's been wrong on every major foreign policy decision for the last five, six decades. Everything about foreign policy, Joe Biden routinely gets wrong. And then... What happens yesterday? There is an attack. A, uh, Iranian proxy militias launched a drone strike against a remote logistics outpost in Jordan. Killed three American U.S. soldiers. Significantly injured 34 more. The first U.S. military deaths since Hamas invaded Israel on October 7th, 2023. Iran is emboldened because our leadership is weak. The world, again, is on fire. 
National Security Council spokesman John Kirby told NBC News that despite the attacks, the Biden administration is, quote, not looking for a war with Iran. The Iranian-backed drone bypassed U.S. defenses because it was mistaken for a U.S. drone returning to base. Here's what the Wall Street Journal editorial board said. The sorry truth is that these casualties are the result of the president's policy choices. Mr. Biden has tolerated more than 150 Iranian proxy attacks on U.S. forces in the Middle East since October. Only occasionally has he or the administration registered more than rhetorical displeasure by retaliating militarily and only then with limited airstrikes. You should also note this from the New York Times describing the Biden administration. This should be infuriating to almost all of you. This was the day that President Biden and his team had feared for more than three months, the day that relatively low-level attacks by Iranian proxy groups on American troops in the Middle East turned deadly and intensified the pressure on the president to respond in kind. With three American service members killed and two dozen more injured by drone in Jordan, Mr. Biden must decide how far he is willing to go in terms of retaliation and at the risk of a wider war. Then there's this part. One senior American official who spoke on condition of anonymity to discuss sensitive information said on Sunday that the United States did not believe that Iran was intending to start a wider war with the Iraq and Jordan. Here's the money quote from the New York Times, but he cautioned that analysts were still gathering and evaluating the information available to determine whether Iran ordered a more aggressive attack or a militia group decided to do so on its own. Iran has for years said they want to get rid of the U.S. They want to push the U.S. out of the Middle East. They would love to see the great Satan, that's us, wiped off the map. And the Biden administration is still, for reasons unbeknownst to any rational human being, the Biden administration is still looking for excuses, looking for ways to exonerate Iran when its own militia forces kill U.S. soldiers. That's unacceptable. And all of this adds up, and it's just another reason Joe Biden can't win in November. He absolutely cannot be allowed to. 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. Let's take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. But first, it's your pest of the day. You know, in Robin Hood, the character Little John was an amazing character, wonderful character. But Charles Little John is not a great character. He pleaded guilty to unauthorized disclosures back in October. This was the IRS contractor who leaked Donald Trump's tax documents. He got five years in prison. Not nearly enough, but some of these stolen documents, there was, uh, I, I think there was statute of limitations involved in that, if I recall correctly. But this person was clearly motivated by all the media interest, all the Democrat interest in Donald Trump's tax records. Never mind, they don't care about any of their own members. I mean, let's look at Bob Menendez's finances at some point, shall we? Charles Little John's going to prison for five years. Good. Should be in there longer. But, hey, at least he's in prison. And he is your J&J Pest of the Day, brought to you by J&J Exterminating, Louisiana's largest independently owned Pest Control Company. Find them online at jjext.com. 
Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPL 232-1542 is the number. We've got some callers on the line. In fact, we'll jump to them in just a sec. But want to let you know, this show, the 5 O'Clock News Cruise, is brought to you by Acadiana's number one Chevy dealer nine years in a row. You can get it all from our friends at Service Chevrolet. It's not just the cars, although they got new and used inventory coming in daily. Check it out either on the lot or on their website, uh, servicegm.com. You also have uh, parts and service departments right there, uh, Body Shop, Collision Center, Fine Line, Custom Auto, The Wash. They've got it all for you at Service Chevrolet. I highly, highly recommend you go check them out online, see what all they can do for you. Go give them a visit during the day sometime. I guarantee you they can meet all of your automotive needs. That's our friends, Service GM, Service Chevrolet, just around the corner, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey, all right, let's go to the phone lines now. We've got David on the line. David, how are you? I'm fine, Joe. Um, thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, I listen to you. I listen to Mark Levin. I listen to Sean Hannity and all the other folks, fine folks, with our same mindset. So my question to you is the truth. Well, my statement is about the truth, Joe, mm-hmm. and the the old saying, the truth shall set you free, right? Right. So that being said, as a nation, we need to we need to see the truth and accept it for what it is. <clears throat> and that truth is the United States, and I probably the world, my friend, is run by a group of uh, military industrial complex folks, the rich guys, mm-hmm. and we're pawns in their hand. Joe Biden is not running this country. He's not capable of running anything. With that said, what do you think? Uh, I think it's very clear that Joe Biden is not capable of running the country. Um, I think a lot of his ideas do get through because, you know, I mean, the the Afghanistan withdrawal, he, he fought back against his own advisor's uh, wishes on that one. Um, it, the, the Biden administration, from what I've been able to gather from, from folks I know, in and around the area. The Biden administration is run primarily by millennials and Gen Zers who are out of Barack Obama's orbit and also Elizabeth Warren's orbit. Now there is, you know, the, the, you know, obviously the big money in politics still has a lot of sway as well. You're right about that. Uh, But these are people, these are all academics who have no practical, uh, they have no mind for the practical, no experience in the practical. They, they exist entirely in theory and they come in with the arrogance that they they know different, they can do better and do different than what the way the world has worked for decades because they're so much smarter and so much better. And well, so that's what we're, uh, we're we're dealing with a bunch of academic elitists. Well, I'm sure that's part of it, Joe. But again, um, listening to Mark Levin and mm-hmm. especially when he's talking at night, he's actually had some uh, very powerful Jewish leaders on his show. Mm-hmm. And they talked about the same thing that I'm saying is there's, a, there's a, a, basically a room full of bad guys running this world and we're pawns. And until that, that, that is dealt with until that truth is dealt with, we're not going to be free. For example, um, there's a lot of folks that think Obama and of course, most of his administration is under Joe now mm-hmm. um, are calling the shots. Yeah. So, that somehow or another, I just think that if the country knew the truth, my point of this whole call is, if the country knew the truth, my friend, that 
there are literally evil people trying to rule us like and hurt us like a bunch of lemmings of sheep. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not about what the media says with Joe Biden and Donald Trump and all. That's not you know that's just that's just icing on the cake. Yeah. Deep down the root, the driving force is the corruption, the total and utter, complete, perfect corruption and evilness that these people represent. And my my take on it, and it's and Mark Levin's take on it, uh, Sean Hannity's take on it. If you listen to them and they, long enough, they'll mm-hmm. say it. They don't say it too often. Um, and all those guys like that, their take on it is exactly what I'm saying. And I I kind of felt like that before I knew Mark Levin mm-hmm. uh, and, and and Sean Hannity. I kind of felt like that because I used to own a business and mm-hmm. I had to deal with uh, the corrupt local politicians of the city I lived in. I'm not going to name the city. Yeah. So that's that's uh, that, that's my take on it. I'm 70 years old. I'm retired. I have time to listen to all of them. You know. Yeah. Uh, only because I'm trying to take care of my wife and family so that we can survive you know yeah the best as we can yeah and joe and and i'm calling you because i'm hoping that you have more contacts than i do mm -hmm. and i'm just hoping that somehow or another the subject of which i'm speaking uh is taken to a deeper level and not just given uh uh facetime Mm -hmm. slap time uh cursory overview we need to get to the root of it until those evil people are, are, are removed the world's not going to get better. It's just not going to happen. You know, and, and can Trump do that? I have no idea. I feel sorry for the man. Mm-hmm. He's one of the few people that got in there, much like Reagan, much like uh, Kennedy, and much like uh, Lincoln. They all got in there to try to root this out. Mm-hmm. But this has going, been going on, my friends, for hundreds of years. Yeah, you're, you know? you're absolutely it right. It has been. It's been going on for hundreds of years. There was a book written a long time ago. Mm-hmm. My dad picked it up. He told me about it. And, of course, when I was younger, I didn't care about politics. I had a business to run and kids to raise. Yeah. David, um, unfortunately, i got to take this break. Thank you very much for the call. Appreciate it. And you're right. And, and tearing the system down is probably the way that we got to go, and that's why Donald Trump has so much appeal. We're going to take a break. More of your calls and your thoughts when we get back here on the Joe Cunningham Show News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 here on your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by our friends at Service Chevrolet just around the corner, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey here in Lafayette. A uh, few of y'all sent messages through the app. want to get to those real quick. Uh, talking about Joe Biden, Billy in Church Point points out he can't speak. Uh, he, he, can't, he can't make a right decision on foreign policy. He can't speak, but he can smell real good which you're absolutely correct on that, Billy. Rob points out, uh, the world no longer fears us, and that's the problem. Because of this administration, we are viewed as gutless, weak, and an easy target. And a shout-out, like I said earlier, to Scott and Plaisance, who also points out that uh, Joe Biden is, uh, well, he, he's he's a coward. And and that's pretty much it. He, he He's truly scared of getting into a foreign entanglement. Uh, and part of it is because of, you know, the, the people around him, but also because he, he fought so hard to get the U S out of a permanent war in the middle East. And then to turn around and throw us into one, uh, completely undoes what he thinks was the correct thing to do. And it's a reversal of policy. Now, 
foreign policy, obviously not a strong suit. Domestic policy, not really great either. But when the two are combined, that's what's really scary. Uh, so, for example, we, we haven't talked about this much. This has been going on. It's been a story for a few days now. Uh, the LNG thing, the liquid, uh, the liquid natural gas uh, decision that his administration made, it, it impacts us here in Louisiana. Um, some LNG uh, facilities that were going to, that were projects that were approved, they were going to start working on them. Those projects have now basically been suspended by, because of the uh, Biden administration's policies. Um, and what I think is is so bizarre on this is that it hurts us domestically. It hurts the U.S. domestically. Um, we have an inter- a, a, a domestic energy shortage in the United States. We could really use more energy production within the United States. It's not going to happen so long as the cult of climate change holds so much sway over the Democrats and the Biden administration. But it's also another foreign policy nightmare. We're now at a time when the world is on fire. The Biden administration's policies with regard to LNG, oil and gas, everything like that, the Biden administration wants to make us more dependent on the very people who are attacking us. He wants us to be dependent on Iranian oil, on Russian oil. And Iran is using money from their oil sales, money they shouldn't have, except the Biden administration lifted sanctions off of Iran to the tune of $80 billion worth of money that that the the Iranian uh, government has made in oil sales since uh, Joe Biden lifted those sanctions, money that then went to fund these uh, Islamist militant groups like Hamas, like the Houthis, like uh, all these others. The Biden administration is directly responsible, and he, he wants us to be dependent on foreign oil and gas and us not produce our own. What's more, he wants us to be dependent on Russia, Russia, who is a big energy exporter as well. They would rather us be, the Biden administration and Russia and Iran, frankly, would rather us be net uh, importers than exporters. He wants to weaken us economically, and it's all on purpose. It's all to cause us economic harm. It's all to make us feel it, which, by the way, it should be noted that when people like the members of the Biden administration, like John Kerry, some of these other prominent Democrats, they go to someplace like Davos to go to the World Economic Forum, and they say and do all these things about all these sacrifices we should make, all these things we should do, this and that and the other. They don't do them themselves. John Kerry will never give up flying on a massive private plane that puts out a ton of carbon dioxide. He'll never, ever, ever give that up. But he wants you and me to drive an electric vehicle that we can't afford and that busts really easily, especially in the winter. The Democrats want that. The Democrats want our lives to be made inconvenient. And again, it's because... The cult of climate change is a watermelon. They're green, little greenies on the outside, but inside they're deep, deep red. Deep, deep Soviet Russia red. The environmentalist movement was established in part to undermine capitalism. This isn't speculation. This is actually stuff that we know from from intelligence that we gathered 
from the Soviets during the Cold War. We know that they pushed for environmentalism and, and activism and global warming. They, they, they pushed for environmentalism in the U.S. in order to subvert capitalism. We know that. We know that's true. And they've been doing it ever since. And Joe Biden's administration last week says, you know what, these LNG projects, we're not going to do them. We're going to put a pause on all that right now. One of the uh, one of the cronies in the Biden administration was asked by a reporter at a briefing, well, can you tell us how how uh, how much carbon dioxide you're offsetting uh, with a decision like this? And his response was about 576 words, none of which answered the question. In fact, he said 576 words just to at the very end say, so we're looking to be able to measure how much we can not even close to an answer. They don't care. They really don't care. They want to cause you and me a ton of economic hurt. They want to (laughs) fundamentally change things. And when they do, when they disrupt the American economy, look what happens. Look at Joe Biden's economy. Now, yes, objectively, the data from last week shows that the economy has gotten better. The last economic numbers were really solid for the U.S., to be honest. But it's taken us three years to get there. It's taken us three years to get to this point where the economy is finally starting, where wages are finally starting to outpace inflation. We're getting to this part where finally, finally, inflation is not going up near as much as it was. Still going up. Still up 2% year over year, but that's better than the 6, 7, 8, 9%. But it was such a tremendous stri- uh, 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 spike and such a tremendous burden on the American public. It's no wonder the American public still doesn't have much confidence in the economy. Even with the numbers as good as they are, because again, yes, objectively, the numbers are really good, but people don't feel it. People go to the grocery store and they still see those higher prices. People go to the grocery store and they still have to make a decision. What are they putting back? What what do they not need this week? We're halfway through the school year. People are still, this is the time of year. People start looking at summer vacation. They start thinking, well, maybe we can't go this year. Our butts have been kicked financially for the last two and a half years. We, we, We right now, we just can't afford it. A lot of Americans are having to make that choice. A lot of Americans are having to make the choice. Do we take a vacation or do we uh, pay something off? All of these things, all of these problems we have to have an answer for in our own personal finance, all things that were screwed up by the Biden administration and their policies. Energy is just one of them. Foreign policy is just one of them. Let's take a break. When we get back, if you're on the line, just hang on. We'll get to you in the last little minute or so that we've got left in the show. When we come back on the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number. We'll get to the phone lines in just a second. But before we do, if you're looking for a dentist, I highly recommend my dentist. That is Dr. Danielle Deku and Associates, thelafayettedentist.com 
if you haven't been in a while and you just need a, a cleaning, maybe you've got some tooth pains, you're not really sure what's going on there, go and, and, and check them out. Go make an appointment. Check out uh, thelafayettedentist.com has all of the services they provide can really help you kind of determine the path you need to take. And sometimes the work can begin as soon as your first consultation with them, depending on what all you have to do. I've told you all already, I, I went in, had some fillings that were leaking, took a couple of appointments, but we got it all done. It was very quick and easy. TheLafayetteDentist.com, Dr. Danielle Deku and Associates. They are my dentist. They can be yours as well. Let's jump over to the phone lines. We've got Buck on the line. Buck, how are you today? I'm good, Joe. And the reason these inflation numbers don't really mean much to the average American is because they don't calculate in food and energy prices right. into inflation. Right. And economists say that's because there's many factors that influence those prices and they're volatile. Yeah. Well, there's there's no going down in the prices. Ever since 2020, everything has been going up to the point where most things have doubled in the store. Yeah. And then when, you know, you still have to pay sales taxes. So now, since your food prices doubled, you're paying double the taxes of what you were normally paying mm -hmm. when you went to the grocery store. So, yeah, they could say, oh, well, inflation is only going up, you know, by inflation is down or whatever. But when I go to the store and walk out with a $100 uh, grocery bill and I got two bags of groceries that yeah. used to cost me, you know, 40 bucks. Uh, you know, it's kind of hard to tell me everything's fine and there's no inflation. You yeah, know? You're, you're absolutely right, Buck. You, you, that is 100% it. And the, the fact of the matter is, it's like, like I said earlier, those elitists, those people who are completely out of touch with the rest of us, they don't understand that whole aspect of our day-to-day -day life. I'm sorry we're up against the clock. Thank you very much, Buck, for calling in. Thank you, everybody, for sending a message, calling in today. Do it all again tomorrow in 23 hours. We will be back. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show, and email Joe at RedState.com. The podcast going live soon. If you go check it out on Substack.com, look for the Joe Cunningham Show. You'll find it there. Or if you get your podcast through Spotify, Apple, whatever it is, go find the Joe Cunningham Show. Subscribe, rate, and uh, review. Help the show grow that way. Appreciate you guys for sticking around. We'll be back here in 23 hours. Mark Levin up next here on the Joe, uh, on News Talk 96.5 KPL.